Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I heard your cousin got his ass kicked. Yeah, but he deserved it. He's a PLT. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as what, Amy? PLT. Yep. The podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. So many of you. Like that time you had a video get 8.2 million views on TikTok and everything was going great. Tons and tons and tons of views. But then TikTok can be a little bit of a strict bitch. And it likes to take your videos off sometimes if it's smallest bit offensive or if you see an ass cheek or something super stupid. <laughs> so that all of your new videos you put up get no views and you have an account warning that won't seem to go away ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, TikTok. Um, and if you're not following Ryan and Amy show on TikTok, you really should. Yeah. I'm Ryan Steele. And with me, as always, is the star of almost every ad on social media or anywhere right now. It's Amy Goodmurphy. Oh, hello. Hi. You may have seen me on your TV, yep. your computer, your <laughs> my, uh, work. My washroom at work. <laughs> uh, at SCORE, there's those little screens in the washroom that, you know, show ads while you're number one or number two or number three, depending what yeah, you're Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. And um, so I'm, I'm usually doing a number one there because I yeah. try not to two at work. Why? I save that for home. It's private. Okay. I will hold it for hours, but I have obviously two at work a lot. Yeah. Um, but I'm doing my number one. I'm standing up, feeling confident as I am when I'm holding it. And I look up <laughs> and who do I see? Who? Amy Good Murphy. You're holding your cock and you're looking at me on a screen. Yeah. Not the first time. And then okay. last night I was at Stanley Park for <laughs> movie in the park. Yeah. I went two weeks in a row. Now last week it was Jurassic Park. This week it was Spice World. Right. And uh, it's Evo who puts that on. And guess what? What? You're the star of Evo. <laughs> <laughs> they've, been, they've been running ads since 1998 yeah. that I was in. How many spots do you have for Evo? I think I did three or four spots and they were years ago yeah. and now they're playing them again. You better get paid. Guess what? Guess who's not complaining? You. Me. Well, if you only if you get paid, are they going to pay you more? Well, Siobhan, if you're listening, I wait every Tuesday for my email <laughs> for my payment and it never comes. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. You know, just uh, coming down from that pride Vancouver a while back now, but um, so many drugs. No, <laughs> no. You do a lot of drugs. I am far past those days. <laughs> far past. 
past my, my prime. prime. In my 20s, I, I liked to do things here. They're not even a lot though. I would say my early 20s. So like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's not really something I do anymore. I can't say it hasn't happened, but it's not something that I, here's the thing. I've never in my whole life had a drug dealer. Oh, well, how do you get it? Well, I would just get it. Like if I'd go to like a rave or like a, if you go to like, you know, an after hours, someone's going to have some or someone's going to know someone. So I'd just be like, Hey, who's, Oh, you got to go talk to Fred. And then Fred would be there or Denise or whoever. Denise. Yeah, Denise. Denise would be walking through the party and going Coke, Coke, <laughs> Coke. Yeah. Who wants Coke? I've got Coke. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I'd be like, Denise, get over here. But I would never like save these people's um, numbers in my phone or anything. Okay. Yeah, all have right. You, have you ever had a drug dealer? No. Exactly. I mean... No, not I really. I just kind of knew, you know, like, cause I've only ever like weed and I've never done, never done the hard stuff. When Denise asked me if I wanted Coke, I said, no, absolutely, I'm too scared. Absolutely, absolutely not. I'm too scared to put anything <laughs> in my nose. Um, I don't even like getting COVID tested. I just don't go up there. Okay. You know, I have a sinus thing. Yeah, I can't be, do, imagine man. I snorted Coke up there. Oh my God. That'd that'd blow up. Not be good. Anyways. Um, yeah. I used to know, we used to hang out with a couple guys in high school that, uh, you know, kind of quietly dealt marijuana. Whoa. Yeah. And there was one guy that dealt it. He was an interesting little boy. Um, oh. His name, I'm not going to say his name because I'm scared of him and his family. Fair enough. But um, they used to live in an interesting place. I'm just going to say, okay. Okay. And sometimes when we were all hanging out, we'd have to stop at his house because he'd have to like meet somebody. Oh God. But we never really talked about it. Yeah, but we no, were like, okay. Smart. Yeah. And I never wanted to go inside. <laughs> Did you listen to the new Bay album? Um, yeah. And? I mean, the first listen I had, I was actually, I was at the gym and it was coming out at 9 p.m. PST and I was waiting and waiting and refreshing my Spotify. And then finally at 9.04, there she was, Beyonce on her little horse, you know, looking gorgeous. Yeah. The first listen, I was into. That's the second beat came in and, and cozy number two. I was like, mm-hmm, at the gym, like pumping my shoulders a little bit as I do when I like a song. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think I'm at about like five listens now and they're the ones that I like are really starting to like, you know, set themselves apart. There's a few that I think are kind of boring, but overall I give it, um, I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. The more I listen to it, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, she's it's pretty it good. It is good. You though, you sent me a funny meme about the Beyonce album that yes. someone had wrote. Can you uh, tell me what that said? Okay, basically, someone on Twitter wrote. Beyonce walked into that studio, did four lines of Coke, texted Billy Porter, LOL faggot, put her clit directly on the mic for an hour and hit record. <laughs> <laughs> 12 out of 10. Hashtag renaissance. There's so many things about that that are funny. Holy fuck. I think the guy that did it was at Delusional Hulk or something, yeah. but holy shit. Um, she put her clit directly on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and hit record. <laughs> My favorite part is text Billy Porter. Yeah. And just wrote LOL in all caps, faggot. <laughs> Did nothing. Laugh out loud, faggot. Oh my God. Record. It's so good. And I can also picture her putting her clit on the fucking That's mic and just going, yep. She's Fuck. like, I'll be here for an hour, guys. Get me a drink. Who thinks like that? I know. Someone, I wish I could. Ugh. Okay, yeah. Usually we would have talked about this by now, but my girl left me for about eight, nine days. She got in a plane <clears throat> and she went, you know what? I'm going to shut the fuck up because this is your story to tell. I sat in Economy Plus. <laughs> there I was yeah. sitting in Economy Plus on Air Canada, 
riding the airwaves, as they call it, riding the clouds. Nice. And I flew my ass mm-hmm. to New York City. Wow. That's right, baby. I went to New York City, Jenny and I. Mm-hmm. We went to um, visit our friends. Yeah. A couple, Sebash and Seb. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, you guys. How are you? Hey, C. Hey, C. Hey, Sebby. <laughs> and um, honestly, it was a trip of a lifetime. Jenny and I went with, Se- you know, Saturday. Mm-hmm. You're a girlfriend. I do like her. I've not seen her in a while. You want to kiss her? I would, yeah. I probably yeah. need a, maybe a couple drinks in me. A couple comp drinks. Yeah, a couple comp drinks. <laughs> a couple free drinks. Okay, here's the game, really quickly too. Yeah, if, if, Amy, if you and I walk into a club yeah. in Vancouver, yeah. or even New York, sure. comp us a couple drinks. Comp us a couple drinks. We've, it's, been, we've been doing this for a while. It's like we've been trying to do this for like 15 years. Yeah. Comp us a couple drinks. Yes. What's $20? Yeah. Well, in New York. Make every, us feel like celebrities. Listen, in New York. No one was buying me drinks. Yeah. I'll tell you something. So expensive. We had a lot of drinks. Yeah. We had a lot of, we had a lot of cocktails. Did you get drunk at all in New York? Okay. One day I got a little tipsy. Wait, let me think. There were so many times. Like, I don't know where to begin with this trip. Okay. We don't have enough time, no. but let's just say, let me, let me get, let me tell you about my drink journey. We get into New York city. Yeah. See if Ash is one of those wonderful people that plans the whole trip for us. Mm -hmm. And I think I've told you, I love that. I'm not a planner, but he jam packed our schedule and it was like top notch things, places, people, experiences. I I love it. So the first night we went to this amazing restaurant in Brooklyn, that's where they live called, um, rule of thirds. Love it. And no idea. Didn't look it up. I didn't even Google it. I was no. like, Hey, sure. I'll put on my nice pant pants. No, I didn't have pants. I had shorts and this new big shirt that mm. I got from Aritzia. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You shop at Aritzia? I didn't even ask my friend for a discount. I paid full price. Wow. Yeah. I shop at Aritzia. Okay. So, uh, we went to this restaurant rule of thirds. So good. Coolest vibe. Like, just everything is better. It's mm-hmm. New York City, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did get tipsy. That's where my, the first night I got tipsy. Okay. Okay. I had like some deep drinks. Mm-hmm. Lots of money later. Lots of money. Yeah. Okay. I don't, too much money. Because Amy's the queen of like, you're like a two drink girl. I'm a two, so three max Two, three max, girl. yeah. Yeah. So when you have four or five, it's, oh, I love, I, I, I rarely see it. And you, I just, I'm like popcorn eating the whole time. I'm like, mm-hmm. keep going girl, more, more, and more. Like, Phone hey, is out. Do any of your friends smoke? Yeah. <laughs> then you know, you're like, well, have you had four drinks? Amy? Hey, do any of your friends smoke? Yeah. Please go get me a cigarette, please. <laughs> get I, I have an emergency pack of smokes here just in case. Don't tell me that. I am not supposed to know. Oh, we don't really drink here, do we? I didn't have one dart on this trip. That's good. I haven't had a dart in a long time. Good. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So I'm on this trip anyways. Okay. And then they have a house upstate mm-hmm. in an area called Red Hook. Oh, wow. And I've never been up there before. Okay. So we took the train, mm-hmm. which I didn't like initially. I thought, Take me in your goddamn car. I don't want to go on the fucking train. Yeah, you don't like that shit. I don't like that. It was beautiful. It was go. a beautiful train ride. We went up the Hudson River. We go to this house. Okay, let me just tell you. His husband's already upstate. He comes and picks us up, takes us to there. We drive these country roads. It's absolutely stunning. And the only reason why I know about this area actually is because it's very close to a town called Hudson, mm-hmm. which is where uh, Paula Pell, SNL writer mm-hmm. lives with her partner, her wife, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm obsessed with Paula Pell, who isn't. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, hey, I want to go up and see where Big Polly lives mm-hmm. because I love her. Yeah. Maybe I'll run into her. I, I don't know. I didn't know. Anyways, we get there and he drives us to the front of their driveway and he makes a left up their driveway and we zoom up this grandiose driveway to their fucking little estate. And when I say little, I'm being... I'm being, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, 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 I got that. And then we go to the backyard. Well, there's a big swimming pool. And then there's also, a, they have like a bit of acreage where they have planted wildflowers last year. So they've now sprouted. And guess what else I fucking saw? What? Fireflies. Wow. You ever seen a firefly? I, I don't know. 
I've never seen a firefly in my life. Their butts, they, they glow in the really? pitch black. They glow. Hmm. So anyways, then we spent days there. We swam, we ate, we went to Hudson, beautiful town, some crazy woman there. I'm going to tell you about something happened. We're walking. These two beautiful girls come. They've got low tops on. I don't care. I'm not looking. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm a face girl. I mm-hmm. like to look at the face. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they walk past us and this woman in front of us says something to them and they seem disgruntled. And then she turns around in me and the sea of ash and I's face and goes, can you believe girls wear their tops that low? That's disgusting. <laughs> can you believe it? And she was like truly waiting for an answer. And then yeah. I just said, who cares? <laughs> and she goes, and she goes, who cares? I'm like, yeah, who cares? She's yeah. like, yeah, but why? And I was like, I'm, and then the first thing that came to mind was I'm like, well, cause they want to be free. Mm-hmm. I'm like they just want to be free. And she's like, Oh, they want to be free. Oh, they want to be free. Okay. Was and she then Karen? She was off, yeah. but she was walking a dog. Oh. I think she was having an episode. And so they had low tops. Yeah. They just had like, they were wearing t- these tank top dresses or whatever that were like quite low, but like who gives a shit? They were low. Like, okay. So you could could see like a lot of their breasts kind of thing. I guess. (laughs) Oh, you're, but you were looking at the face. I was looking at their face. I told you I'm not looking at their breasts. I don't look at breasts, boobs, bodies, nothing. Mm -hmm. I want to know. Yeah. Do I like your face? Yeah, I get it. Am I attracted to your face? Mm -hmm. That's what I got to look at all the time. Yeah. I don't care what your body looks like. Good for you. I'd close a little bit. Want to know what your style's like. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm not sure I can keep up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Anyway, spend some time there. Then we went back to the city and same thing. We did some shopping. We, we went to all the restaurants, never ate in once, which was a lot. Oh my God. Haven't looked at the, haven't looked at the old credit card yet. First thing we did when she came in today, she asked me if I had any spare change. Yes, I did. And, and he did because he's a bartender and he gave some to me. I gave some from some of my pride earnings. Yeah, I had some. Um, but I did miss pride. Mm-hmm. I was out of town. So you really lived it up. Did you not? Yeah. Me. Well, mostly it was the story about D that I talked about last week. Where oh, that's right. Some bikes and then yeah. Yeah, I crashed your bike and yeah. Yeah. I remember Mike, that big bike picked me up and that was fun. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that a lot because <laughs> I like anytime D comes up, yeah. I like it. I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, but one thing I didn't talk about Pride actually is that I had one day off. And so I went on to a, a boat cruise that mm. I um, I committed to like in February. My friend Eric was organizing it. And it's like kind of the gays I don't usually hang out with. But I was like, you know what? In like, February, Ryan was like, yeah, let's go. And then July, Ryan was like, why am I doing uh, this? And why am I gay? I know. And also that was, I had not drank until that day. And I, that's when I had to text you and I, I texted you and my mom. Nice. So I was quite proud of my, you know, three weeks of not drinking mm-hmm. and I was feeling great and sleeping. Well, I would say sleeping well and poops are great. How nice um, is that? It's, it's all you can ask for. Yeah. And, um, and then, so I was like, okay, well I'm going to go on this gay boy cruise and I'm going to have some drinks. I've had gay these, boy cruise. Yeah, I had this, I have these <laughs> nudes in my closet that have been in there forever. So I chill them up and I, you know, I made myself two sandwiches just in case. Cause but that you brought, in a backpack? Yeah. Because nope. it, <laughs> it was a, right. a six and a half hour boat cruise. Oh, wow. Well, at 11.30. We didn't dock till six. What kind of sandwiches? Um, I, almond butter and jelly. Okay. Yeah. Just because simple. I was going to make turkey sandwiches with lettuce and, you know, yeah. tomato. I had all the fixings. Did you eat them? I had one of them. Yeah. Okay. I was very, because I had not gone on a big gay boy cruise like this in about probably 10, 12 years. <laughs> and last time I did, I was a mess by the end. Like you right. had to carry me off. I just like classic, you know, old school Ryan Steele. Like just... I don't know if I did drugs. I don't remember. You right. know what I mean? Where this one, I was like, 
I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm far too old and established. Now we have this, you know, hit podcast. We're on a podcast. <laughs> we have a podcast. <laughs> and like a TikTok that's just out of control. Um, anyway, so I was like, right. and then also I, I talked to myself before I got there. I was like, Ryan, you have to make sure you say hi to everyone because sometimes I just, I can, I can maybe come across like an asshole because like, it's not that I'm a bitch and I'm not going to say hi to you. I just get kind of insecure and I go back into like nerd Ryan high school mode, which right. is really pathetic that I'm still doing that after all these years, but I do that. And I was like, okay, so the first guy I see when I show up uh, to the parking lot right around the corner from the boat is this guy that I kind of like know we follow each other on Instagram, but we've never chatted in my whole life. And I know he's dating one of my friends. So I walk up right away and I'm like, Steven, right? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, Ryan. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, are you waiting for Justin and uh, Saroosh? And he's like, yeah, I am. I'm good. I'll wait with you. And I waited with him until other guys came and I left with them. And there were other guys that I usually would not talk to, like a little to see at the gym and be like, hmm. And I was like, hey, everybody. And I was very nice. And then I ate my sandwich on the boat about two or three hours in to make sure I had some, you know, calories going in. Wait, where were you when you ate your sandwich? Were you by yourself at a port, at a, like in a little spot on the boat? Downstairs underneath. Yeah. <laughs> just eating my sandwich. With your backpack on. Yeah. And just having a sandwich. Yeah, I looked around and gays were just, they had their keys out and everyone was just bumping drugs. Everybody oh was just God. doing drugs. And I was like, that's not my scene, but I'm going to come upstairs and dance with you guys. Wait, 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 wait. You're sitting in a corner having your sandwich while at, like eating it nicely with your mm-hmm. two hands mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And everyone around you was just doing key bumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were just chewing slowly with your sandwich and yeah. you were watching them mm-hmm. just fucking snort blow. Yeah. 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 What a nice, happy pride. I know. Again. Happy pride. And then and I was, it went till six and I remember at like five, five thirty of me going, I'm totally like, I'm feeling good. I've had a few, I've had a few nudes by now, maybe right. you know, seven or eight. And, um, but I, um, I was not making a fool of myself. And as soon as the boat docked, I just left. Wait, didn't someone say, can I walk with you? Or was it oh, a different that was boat? A, that, was a, that was a different <laughs> boat. That was the night before this girl saw me and she, I had hosted that uh, boat cruise and she's like, can I walk, can I walk home with you? And I said, politely, no, you may not have a good night, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> this drunk, intoxicated woman who maybe had a bit of a crush. Mm-hmm. She wanted to know if she could walk home. She's no, she, didn't she say, where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going right now? And you're yeah. like, oh, I'm just going home. She's like, would it be weird if I walked with you? Yes. And you said, yes, yes it, it would. would. <laughs> and I spat on her. <laughs> no. No, I didn't do that. No. We love our fans. Hey, we love... <laughs> <laughs> She was a fan. She was a fan. You know, one more thing I noticed on the boat, maybe because I was drinking, but then I've been doing it at home and at work lately because I'm so obsessed. Whenever I walk by my phone, I'll just tap it. A little tap because I usually have it on mute so I won't hear the notification. See if there's any. See if there's anything. But now... Today, I, I bought some moisturizer and it came in this box with other things. I tapped that box. What? Because I walked by and I just, I'm so used to tapping things at work now. I usually keep my phone on the till and I'll walk by and if I was on there, I just tap the till. I don't, it's a new thing. I'm like, now I need to, I need to call it chill out. That's fucked. I know. And yesterday I, I think I tapped in my kitchen. I just tapped the counter because my phone had been there or I think my phone was there. Sometimes I'll just tap next to it because it's just, I, you know, when you're doing things so subconsciously, yeah. I think it's what it is, but I'm not trying to validate it or say it's okay. <laughs> I think bad. I need to stop. And maybe she's a little too obsessed with her phone. And if, now you're pressing boxes, no, countertops yeah. and, and yeah. So how do I stop that? I can't talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> I can't talk about it. I, I can't help you. Anyway, if anyone out there has a similar problem where they're just tapping things that are not their phone now, <laughs> Please. expecting them to turn on like a screen. Reveal yourself. Reveal, your, reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. And let me, let me know. Reveal yourself. Yeah. yeah. Because I need to know also if there are others mm-hmm. because something's up. Also, my favorite thing is to steal all of the RuPaul things. So she says, reveal. So go reveal yourself. <laughs> and also whenever, uh, when I say congratulations to someone, 
Drags and drags. I always say congratulations. <laughs> always. <laughs> congratulations. Which is very funny because someone's like, oh, it's, um, I got engaged. Well, congratulations. Well, yeah. it's all about stealing. Who gives a shit? <laughs> SNL, RuPaul, yeah. who yeah. cares? One more scoop. That's ours. One more scoop, please. give us one more scoop. We didn't copy that. that oh my God. Ryan and Amy. Guess what? What? I had a scoop last night. Oh yeah? Yes. So Jenny's mom took us out for sushi dinner at this mm-hmm. new place that she found. It was oh, so good. Okay. And um, after I begged them, Jenny's mom is a fitness she's in very good shape yeah. okay when she had covid the, like 24 hours later she was on her fucking spin bike at 6 a.m yeah okay? she did the gross crying in 20 minutes yeah she's insane so anyhow after she never wants dessert well guess who needs dessert guess who when she grew up every night there was dessert okay because my mom made sure that w- there was dessert for us yeah. so now i'm addicted i'm yeah. a sugar addict yeah. i need it mm-hmm. so i said hey for paying you back let us take you to ice cream. No, no, don't want to go. Five minutes later. I need to go get ice cream. Please come with me. No, no, don't want to go. Why are you doing this to me? Fine, we'll go. Yeah. Yay. So we go to our friend Mark's place. You always get your way. And I will always get my way. Or I said, <laughs> I'll, I will harm your daughter. Yeah. I said, if you don't come with you me to get threaten. ice cream, yeah. I will do things to Jenny mm-hmm. that you'll won't even be able to dream up. Yeah. And then she said, please don't hurt my daughter. I'll yeah. come to yeah. get ice cream with yeah. you. So then we went to the glass yeah. and um, our friend Mark owns the glass. If you haven't been there, quick plug kits, it's on 16th uh, and like McDonald, mm-hmm. not, not normal ice yeah. cream. Okay. The, the, the flavors he comes up with is incredible, are incredible. Anyways, we went, of course, huge lineup, finally get in there. And um, I asked for one scoop. Yeah. They ask for kids scoops. I'm like, I'm a fucking kid scoop. What are you going to put a little dollop on there? Mm-hmm. Forget it. I don't want a fucking cone. Yeah. Put it in a cone. Yeah. So I say, I'll have a regular one scoop. Regular one scoop is fucking huge. Yeah. I wasn't asking, please, one more scoop. <laughs> I don't want, I said, please, less of a scoop. Wow. Put that, put a little bit of that scoop back. Yeah. But, but I didn't really no, say no, that of because not. of course I ate it all. You ate all the scoop. And then guess who was farting up a storm last night. You. Me. Yeah. But it was worth it. Yeah. I only farted because I have allergies. Go to go to the ice cream shop. You might not. <laughs> I would say everything makes me fart. Everything makes you fart? Yeah. 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 Well, what does it? This is what they put in the food, honey. Yeah. North America. Mm-hmm. Try going to America. God. You don't think I was fart zooming myself? I need to get no. anywhere faster. I just fart because I always had them on that. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So you were talking about earlier going to New York. So you're on a plane. You yeah. know, I, I'm, I'm, I love planes. Yeah. I love, I didn't used to, but now I do. But one thing I've seen a couple of people, uh, kind of post about it on social media. One thing I don't like is that as soon as the plane lands, are you one of those people that stands up immediately? I hate that so much. Like, Cause you know, no. when you land, you're not getting off that plane for, I would say at least 15 minutes. No one is. No. And usually we all leave in the, in the orderly fashion. Yes. I like when they're a bigger plane and there's the, you know, the, there's the front and the back exits. Yes. You know, but still kind of know, you know, look around, know which end you're going to go on, which yeah. way are you closer to the back or the front? Yeah. And you wait for the row ahead of you. And sometimes people wait if they're elder it's or whatever. Etiquette. Yeah. You know, so you know, those people are great. They'll wait and you, everyone goes, but usually yeah. we all go in order, but I don't understand these fucking idiots I can't. that stand up and Real then quick, and they get, get the overhead, out, they get their bag out of the overhead and they're just standing there. And then you eventually pass them in like the hallway of the air or of the airport or something like that, because you're just, that didn't help them. They stood up there for 15 minutes, just looking like a fucking asshole. Yeah. You sat there on your phone, checking all your social media, tapping, tapping away, tapping the seat, tapping, <laughs> tapping the seat, tapping your, you know, tapping everything, the flight attendant. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you're listening and when you're, you're one of those people, yeah. first of all, I'm sorry. Fuck you. Oh, fuck off. And, and two, um, 
to let us know why you do that. Yeah. And message us on Ryan and Amy show on Instagram. Yeah. And um, we can have a little discussion. Okay. But can I be clear for a second? Yes, please. Would it be cool if I was just clear for a second? I would love that. Okay. Let me be clear. Yeah. Because you just said I could. Thing is, if you want to get up yeah. and like stretch your legs, mm-hmm. cool. They're not doing that. They're shooting up as soon as it goes bing. Yeah. As soon as the seatbelt sign goes off, they're mm-hmm. ripping up. I can hear all the th- the things opening, things coming down. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. You might say there's a special place in hell for those people. There, there sure is. Yeah. They're going straight to it. And like, I never stand up. I never let anyone I with stand up. If I'm traveling with someone and they like start to get up, I'm mm-hmm. like, sit down. That'd be a funny video called special place in hell. <laughs> and all the people that end up there. <laughs> well, uh, how about like, pl- oh my God, we should talk about it. Remember, we, we have to edit about that out because I'm going to steal that. Someone's going to steal that idea. We have to edit it out. Yeah. Listen, plain etiquette is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Etiquette. You know how I am with everything etiquette. Oh, like, I know, and like you said, rows go like okay now this row goes now this row goes mm-hmm. i understand and then if you if you do need to catch a flight let's say you're like oh my god I'm, i really need to would you mind speak to me yeah would you mind if i just sort of popped in front of you i'm trying to catch a flight yeah. or whatever no problem honey yeah. also that 10 seconds ain't gonna do much yeah but, also but no problem honey yeah and also sorry the airline fucked you because everything's fucked yeah, right now I'm really quickly doing we, we got to get to our guest yes well, one time um, i was on an airplane and i was sitting in the emergency door row or whatever yeah, emergency exit row. Emer- oh yeah I, I was in the emergency exit row and then they come up to you before the flight takes yeah. off and they're like are you guys comfortable you know and they make you go through the little pamphlet whatever and i was like all good and then you know we're like two or three hours into the flight and we got a bunch of turbulence i got really oh, bad God. and then as a joke i went oh my god and I pretended to open the emergency <gasps> door like I gotta get us out of here and everyone laughed no you didn't <laughs> oh my god you're fucked you did not if you did if you told me that was the truth I'm not kidding between the tap thing and you fucking saying that you're sick and you're fucked and you need help let's get to our guest let's get to our guest <laughs> Our guest today is a Canadian reality TV star appearing on Big Brother Canada and most recently on NBC's The Courtship. He's an Instagram and TikTok influencer with combined over 200,000 horny followers. He's cute. He's nice. And he holds the Canadian record for keeping a cow erect for over three minutes. It's Derek Kessler. What up? Hi, Derek. That is literally the best intro I've ever had. Can you do it one more time? I, I, if you pay us. Yeah, if you pay us. We, we, if you can spare some change. But the thing is, Derek, all I want to talk about is, so you hold, I mean, this is very true. We don't mm. lie on our podcast. No. You hold Canada's record for keeping a cow erect for three minutes. Mm-hmm. How did you keep that cow erect? And and how did you get into this world record? Like who was there watching? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, what can I say? It's not just men and women that yeah. get excited when I'm shirtless. It's also animals. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you knew this from an early age because it says here that you were 14. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were going to bring the age part up, but yes. <laughs> did you have to stick your finger in the cow's bum at all? Because you know, sometimes that'll help with the erections. Well, I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> he didn't. It's more of a, it's more of a massaging around. Yeah. Oh. Oh. As, a, as opposed to insertion because this, this, you, gotta, you gotta get them excited enough to mm. keep it but not too excited so that you know they finish and it goes away this oh is where i've been God. going wrong right? this yeah. is where i've been going wrong yeah, that's all we wanted okay, to know like, oh thank you for being right. honest on this podcast yeah. let's get it started let's get, let's get yeah. it going let's, <laughs> let's dive right in kessler so you're an influencer a reality tv star and now you're friends with us, Ryan That's and Amy, PLT. Did little Derek from the small town of Beaumont, Alberta, ever think this is what he'd be doing? Um, I didn't, no. Sitting up in my machine in Fort McMurray. No one believes that I actually used to work on the oil sands in like northern Alberta. They're like, what are you talking about? This like pretty guy that does his hair and like dresses preppy. And I'm like... Oh, no, no. Yeah. This, that's what I used to do. I used to sit in a machine all day in the minus 40 and push snow around and 
I never really imagined it, but I was like, I want to do something better than this for sure. Mm-hmm. There's something in my life. I'm like, ah, it's just this, I'm just too good looking to be sitting in this fucking machine all day. <laughs> like I need to go do something. Right. I, no, I get it. We, <laughs> well, b- we both get it. If yeah. that, and that cow got it too. <laughs> yeah. So what were you doing? It's you were in Fort Mac is what you said. Yeah. So I used to be a heavy equipment operator in Fort Mac. So I worked like two weeks on one week off, fly in, fly out, live in my parents' basement, just live in the dream. Yeah. The whole, the whole nine yards. Yeah. But it kind of is like that Canadian dream. Like if you're not Canadian or you're not like Western Canadian, that's what, especially Alberta that's what that's like a big part of what men and women, but like mostly men, I would say you yeah. go and work on the oil rigs as they say, you're, you're rig pig and <laughs> you go up there and you just bank money. At least it used to be like this. I don't know if it is now, but you just bank. And you, like you said, you'd work a couple weeks on or like, and you'd go crazy. Like you'd work crazy hours and then you'd come home and you'd buy fucking four jet skis. And I used to know a guy I used to work for a guy and he used to work up on the, oh, I forget what they're called. Anyways, he used to work up on the rigs and he'd have so much money that, and he was in his early twenties and he would just buy, he's like, yeah, I bought two quads, one for me, one for my buddy. And then he's like, I bought a third and a fourth just, you know, in case people want to come with us. Oh yeah. What? Crazy. But I would say most of it is probably drugs, like at least 70%. Right. Yeah. So we, they buy the nice toys and stuff. It's finance though. Cause the cash is for drugs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> drugs and rippers. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah, exactly. It's rippers and drugs and that's it. <laughs> I, I don't even know what a rig is. Is that those big things that like move up and down like this? Oh my God. I don't even know what a rig is either. I just know you're called a rig pig. Wait, what is a rig? Yeah. So it's basically a very large erect structure okay. that, drills, that drills down. Oh, okay. That's what ground. I thought. That's what I yes. thought it was. Yes. Okay. You yes. never, how come you never yeah. worked on the rigs, honey? I, it's never even been an option. <laughs> oh, I know. You do do well. Yeah, you do amazing. I'm from Langley, yeah. BC, which I guess was kind of small town, but we didn't yeah. have, we didn't have rigs. But you you'd go up. That's what he's talking about. You'd fly in and fly out. Not me. No. Not for you, honey. To focus yeah. on my drama career. You were cage dancing <laughs> yes. at gay clubs. Same yeah. thing. Well, I think it's one of those things too. I guess just kind of who's around you and like. I'm not sure if you've heard. You're kind of like the average of the people you hang out with the most. And all my friends were working up north, and it's a very blue collar. So mm. like that, I think I'd like it. No, but I'm like, oh, let's go do it. Everyone else is doing it. And they're making money, so you just kind of like follow the herd. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people would be that. Well, so I mentioned that I called you a rig pig. I, I'm. I hope that's okay. Right. That's what I heard. That they're called but that's it yeah when you left being a brig pig what did all the other rig pigs think of your fashionista photos (laughs) um i got more support than i thought i would actually really i guess coming from a small town too one of my biggest things when i was younger was like fear of judgment like what are they gonna think um this and that like i'm this rough tough guy like what if i go do these other things and when i dropped that and got out here and I found my creative side. They actually supported me, which was really cool. And even to this day, like some of my buddies that I went to high school with are some of the most supportive guys. They've bought like products that I sell or when I've started businesses or I was investing. So um, it's been good in that sense. Yeah. How about Amy called you a fashionista? Have you ever, have you ever been called a fashionista before? I have. Well, oh, okay. he is a fashionista. Well, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, I wear fedoras. I know. This is true. No, we know. We see. We love a nice tip. I've never been called a fashionista. <laughs> well, he is a fashionista <laughs> because he's always fa- wearing fashionable clothes. Yeah. You said there was always something different. Like you felt like you wanted to do something more. And so you moved out here at 25? Yes. My quarter life crisis. Um, I, w- I was never into like reading or podcasts actually or any of that stuff. And then bought my first Tony Robbins book. Yeah, started reading my self help book like, oh, my God, I can be so much more if I want to be. And I actually did end up uh, quitting my job. One of my other friends was at the same kind of position in his life. He hated being an electrician. He's like, well, let's just move out to Vancouver. Like we heard it's pretty cool. So, yeah, we got in a U-Haul and I actually have a pretty cool story. I picked up this hitchhiker. It was just like 
this progression of getting outside my comfort zone out of my small life, like mindset, shitty mentality. I'm like, yeah, I need to pick up a hitchhiker on the way. And like all these things that I wanted to check on. <laughs> yeah, like sense. long story short, this guy actually helped us move in. So I drove him all the way to BC. I'm like, listen, cause he had this sign on his back that was like, oh, I'm going to Jasper. So it was me. My buddy was driving the U-Haul and I'm like, okay, well, this is a good chance I can pick someone up and they're not going to murder me. Cause he like gets in and I'm like, you know, I'm with this guy driving the U-Haul behind me. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And I actually took a, a selfie with this guy before I ever did Instagram stuff. And I posted this photo on Instagram, like, <laughs> in case, like, I just picked this random dude up off the road. Smart. Yeah. So I drove him to Jasper and then I get there and I'm like, oh, so you're all good. He's like, well, actually, I'm trying to get all the way to the island. So I'm like, well, I can take you there. It's no problem. But I got to make you a deal. Like, we have a lot of shit to move in our apartment. So if you want to come with us, you have to help us move in. And yeah, he actually ended up, like, crashing at our place, moving up. He's, like, hanging mirrors on the wall the next day. It was the most random thing. But that wow. was, like, my opening into moving away to Vancouver. Yeah. And it was when I was 25. And you'll never know if he was actually going to kill you or not because yeah. of the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you posted it. You posted that. And he was like, fuck, I can't kill him now. So I might as well just make the best out of it. Also, I've never <laughs> wanted to pick up a hitchhiker before. <laughs> what really? the hell made you feel like you just thought, I'm going to, I'm going to help somebody out. And I want, I want to test if I'm going to get murdered or not. Yeah. You just wanted that. You, you, you like danger. You like to keep cows erect and you like danger. <laughs> yeah. That's something yes. I know about you. I've hitchhiked. They both before. go hand in hand. Oh my God. You've hitchhiked? I hitchhiked. Um, and whenever I'm in merit with my parents, I always make my dad go down a little bit when they get in the car and I go down the street and then I pretend I put my thumb out and then my dad picks me up. So I don't actually. Um, okay. You've never <laughs> hitchhiked. You fucking... But I do the actions because I, I like it. Whenever I get in the car, I go. Thanks for the ride, man. And my dad laughs every time. <laughs> you're, you're, you're 40, 40 something. Yeah. I don't sit care. in the backseat though, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> What's a really fun part about what you do with your brand deals? Uh, I think the most fun, yeah, I guess is just being creative at the end of the day. And for me, really, ever since I left like the, the rig pig life and came out here, I've just been looking for a way to have the most freedom I can have and make the most money I can have. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and influences, influencing has become quite large and there's a lot of money to be made in it and there's also a lot of freedom and there's a lot of creativity. So I think a lot of it is getting to work with cool brands and, you know, I've gotten flown out to Toronto a few times and done photo shoots in different areas of the country. So uh, there's a lot of perks involved in it mm-hmm. too, which is probably one of the, the really cool things about it. Yeah. You ever been in a fancy car? Yeah. Yes, I worked with Porsche on like their new electric vehicle. So did that. Yeah. So excuse me, some some fancy cars. You worked with Porsche. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know the vehicles. Yeah. And I'm very jealous. I'm yeah. just jealous of Derek, period. Hey, we're riding your coattails. So, you know, but the problem, like, the problem, too, also, though, is you get to do these fancy things, and I go back to my normal right. yeah. Ford Escape, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is great. Hey, I used to have a 2008 <laughs> yeah. Ford Escape. I'm not dissing it at all. I love no, no. it. I'm just saying, like, I'll get to do all these awesome things, and I go back to, like, I think of it, too, like, when I did Big Brother, and I go on this huge reality show, and then I come back after, and, like, three months later, I'm serving at Rodney's again, cleaning up yeah. shit after everyone on their tables, and I'm like, what just happened? Like, I'm mm-hmm. depressed. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you talked about it. For our reality buffs out there, yeah. you were on the sixth season of Big Brother Canada where you made it all the way to the end the final three you and your kind of in-house girlfriend Kayla yes and then Paris was showmance. that her name? Showmance. Yes, showmance that's what they call it in Paris and Paris yeah. Paris won but you got so there's, there's I was telling Amy there's three challenges at the end and the first two challenges depict who goes to the final challenge and didn't what happened? I mean I guess you could say I choked I guess you could say <laughs> I feel like I got ripped off from production, but <gasps> oh my yeah. god! Okay, okay so okay. Do, you some, do you have some scoop? Do you yeah, have some what's scoop? scoop? What's I a mean, scoop? Long story short, there's the la- the final comp- one of the f- finals from the stage three competitions is called Feed the Beast. Mm-hmm. So there's all these like gold coins across this river, and you're in this boat. You pull yourself across. You can collect three coins at a time. Come back to the other side, and then there's like this table, and there's three candles on it. That's like just a wood post. Mm-hmm. And you have to balance coins on it. So you have to balance 10 coins on each one. And before the competition even starts, I'm like, my can, like one of my candles isn't straight and the top isn't like, uh, yeah. So anyways, mm. it ended up, I ended up not winning that competition. And yeah. I was like, obviously you don't see it on the TV show. Production is up top in this area. And they're like watching the competition and the filming and all that stuff. And I'm like pulling myself on the boat. Like you're <gasps> screwing me on this competition. Oh, I was so mad. Yeah. Of course. You can kind of see like, see it on my face throughout the competition. And then, so yeah. Um, I don't know. It was weird because I did that in the second stage one too. I lost to, to Kayla and I thought I did really well on that. And it said she beat me by like three or four minutes, which seemed crazy. And then, so after the show wraps, we always do like a reunion thing mm-hmm. and you meet all the alumni, you do like a rap party, you jump on a bus, you go up to Niagara Falls and party and do this thing. And I get on the bus, like meet some alumni and I sit down, meet one of the other alumni, one of the house guests. And right away they're like, oh, so you got pretty fucked over in the end there. Hey, and I'm like, <gasps> did anyone like, so they noticed that too. They're like, oh, we could tell for sure. And I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. God, wow. that is such yeah. a fucked up feeling. And then they, and then they edit it out. So no one, all these people watch yeah. it and you're like, you don't even know what happened. But you know what? There's always a, all stars. There I is? know. I hope. Would you go back if they did it? Yeah. I just, these things are, they're once in a lifetime experiences. And for me, I mean, sometimes you can get the wrong picture painted about you and it's reality TV, but also like people forget and they move on. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. for me, when these kind of opportunities come, I'm like, I have to do it because it's just like, so few people get to do it. And it's just such a unique experience that it's something that I wouldn't miss out on again. No, I get that. I have to tell you something. You were on Big Brother. He was on Amazing Race. And I would rather die than be on either. I would. I could never, I, with respect, I'd rather die with respect. Because, okay. Really? Yeah, I'd rather no die. Offense. With no offense. But I'd rather fucking die by a, a fucking knife to the face. Because here's the deal. I don't want to do the pressure, the you saying that you were like, this is fucking horseshit. I would be climbing the walls. <laughs> I'm not sane enough. If they fucked yeah. me over, my nerves would be going so badly that I'd be climbing that fucking wall and camera would be up. Yeah. They would say, follow right. that dyke because she's <laughs> insane and unhinged. And also I could never, how I want to know. I want to know this. This is a question maybe for both of you, but I'm, I'm going to start with our guest. I can't be myself 
on, on camera. Okay. Like, unless I'm hosting, you know, you're kind of a bit of a version of mm-hmm. yourself. Like you, you're kind of acting a little bit that way, but when you have cameras on you and it's 24 seven and people are watching you, how are you confident enough? And you're saying you do it again and you have done it again. We're going to talk about that in a second. How are you so confident that you're like, okay, people just seeing everything you. I don't know. I never really thought about that. I guess I just never <laughs> really. In your head. It's funny because I went from this position, like I said, back in my small town life. I'm like, oh, like I don't want anyone to know anything about me to like moving out here and doing this whole complete freedom and doing all this stuff where I'm just like, everyone can know all my shit. Everything's online. I talk about everything. And yeah. So, but for which I don't know if it's the same. I mean, it'd obviously be different for Amazing Race, but in the Big Brother house, it's basically robotic cameras all over the place. You never see, it's not like there's a camera guy holding a camera and he's right. in your face. Like, right. So you're sitting around on the couch bullshitting and after a few days go by, you just kind of forget about it and just, you kind of go about your, your conversations in your life. Whereas it was different when I did the next show and there's like people. Right, in right in your like face. Second guessing everything you say. Yeah. Did you cringe? I'm assuming you watched the season after it was done. Yeah, I watched a lot of it. I watched the whole season and there was some things where I'm like, oh, I look so stupid. But there was parts (laughs) where like they can feed you some lines like when you're in the diary room. There might be times, too, when it's getting late in the season. I'm like, I'm just fucking mentally exhausted. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you want me to say? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Like, like you tell me what happened in this competition. I'm like, give me a beat, like whatever. I'm yeah, so yeah. fucking done. Like, um, so there was some where I said a couple of things. I'm like, that doesn't sound like me at all. That sounds so dumb, but I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I also love that. I'm trying to be like, I'm hoping that someone's going to relate to me at how fucked I am. <laughs> and basically he's like, yeah, I never thought about it. I just was yeah. myself. And like, there were a couple of moments that I was like, oh, you're an idiot. I would be watching back and being like, I have to move away now yeah. and I have to cancel all my social media accounts because no one can have contact with me because yeah. I'm, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what about you? Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's nothing like um, uh, big brother, amazing race. You're basically just always competing and the cameras are on you. And then we would get like days off in between legs. So you're in a hotel all day and you're just with your partner and you would see, we'd all go for breakfast in the hotel and you'd see the other teams, but you're not allowed to talk or anything. Right. So everything, the show is off right now. There's no, you know, there's but what about even during the competition? That's so high pressure. And yeah, like- but, you, but there's like, I think the difference is, is it's high pressure. Yeah. And I'm stressed out, but like with big brother, you have to worry about your, your mental state a little bit more and right. how you're portrayed and what conversations you have. There's some conversations on the Razor Race. Right. We, we don't really get to know these people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So it's a, it's a completely different uh, situation. Um, and, uh, but the feeding lines things. Yeah. Same for us. After every leg, you would sit down for about an hour and you would talk about the whole leg and you talk about it in present tense. So we show up and we're oh, like this. So yeah. And you, <laughs> yeah, you, you so get used tough. to it after the first, it's pretty hard at the beginning, but you get, you, you have to grow up real fast. Oh as yeah. They say. And um, yeah, there'd be times where they'd tell me to say, this or that and it's so stupid because then I'd watch my season back and it was like we showed up and we were like I don't know about this <laughs> and like nothing I would ever say yeah. <laughs> um Derek for our listeners out there the only reason most of them have come to listen to this my little honey is you're a very beautiful boy mm-hmm. we've all got crushes on you <laughs> again full lesbian yeah I want to be with him yeah are you dating anybody I'm not. Speaking of dating, you were recently on NBC's hit new reality show called The Courtship. It's basically Bridgerton meets The Bachelor. Unfortunately, Derek, or as they called you on the show, Mr. Kessler. Did they not? Yes. Yes, they did. Yes. Um, You did not find love on that show. But please tell us uh, about your experience being on The Courtship. I did not, sadly, 
find love. No. Um, which did you, did you actually like her? She was really cool, but I didn't get to know her. Like oh. that's the problem with your, you're basically have a set amount of time. Mm-hmm. I, I met her, I talked to her for like three minutes and I met her one other time. I think I talked to her parents cause they had like the court there, which we didn't know. Mm-hmm. So originally when they reached out to me, they were like, Oh, there's going to be multiple women and multiple guys. And I was like, this sounds awesome. Yeah. Like, that's sign, sign me up. That's in paradise. And then they're like, okay, there's going to be more guys and maybe like two, three women. Cause like, Ooh. as you know, on the Bridgerton, there's usually like the main lead or whatever and sisters. And they're all like, they go through seasons of getting married and whatever. So I think the original idea was supposed to be maybe three women. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, we show up there and they're like, Oh, actually it's just one girl in the court, like her dad and her mom and her sister and stuff. And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> I end up meeting her dad before I, I even met her like <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you try to kiss her so that was intimidating no because i wasn't even there long enough did you try and kiss her dad i, w- <laughs> I that's a mistake i made i should have yeah you, you gotta do what you gotta take on these shows gotta do, yeah um and then you, you filmed it in the uk um so yeah it's filmed in in a castle in the uk so the same one that they used on bridgerton season one so that was super cool and uh yeah the experience was short lived, mm-hmm. let my country down as for a second time. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps but letting us down. Yeah. I'm trying I, my best. Yeah, you, you never know what's gonna the future holds though. Hey, lots, well, lots of more reality shows for you, Derek. Oh Derek. yeah, they're coming. Okay. Before we get to the PLT stories, I want to ask you a question because you're like a reality hunk man and you have all of this experience in reality television. I've thought of a reality show and, you know, we kind of worked on this together mm-hmm. and we're wondering what you think about this show and if you think it has legs. Okay. Can we just give you a little pitch? Yeah. Hit me with it. Okay. Um, so everyone picture this. Okay. Everyone is thrown out of a helicopter. Literally like a man takes them and smashes them to the ground within like five feet, like of the ground. They're naked. They have no clothes on nothing. Okay. They just have like a necklace microphone, you know, those ones. And then, um, but they throw them down because it's for the drama of the first episode. So like mm-hmm. someone's going to break their leg, like inevitably. Right. Cause we'll get the guy to smash them hard. Yeah. Some of them will be bleeding. So it's like, whoa, et cetera. Right. Like all these things are some of them. One of them's going to lose an eye. Then they have to roll to their individual campsites but there's a catch that the roll on the ground, it's dirt. I mean, we're in the Sahara mm-hmm. desert. Like it's like sand, dirt, everything. There's things hitting them, scratching them. And the, but the catch is we've put bear traps in their way and yeah. it's inevitable. They all get caught in bear traps, yeah. real ones. Cause yeah. we're not, we're not fucking around. Yeah. Okay. So they're the, then, then the remainder of the series is them trying to get out of these bear traps. And the whole time is just, they're trying to get out of these bear traps. Also, they're all gay. What do you think? <laughs> um, I thought the human centipede was a bad idea for a movie. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is worse. Yeah. What is he talking about? Why is he saying that? I just think like, I don't know. This he is didn't a, even. Yeah. He didn't even say like, hey, no offense. They might die or something. When so, you know? But when somebody. No, they're not going to die. <laughs> they're in bear traps. Well, we can't help that. That's part of the drama yeah, of the show. That's true. That's true. No, it's never Wait, been so done before. I, so if I start a sentence with no offense, am I allowed to say offensive things? Ryan. Of course, yes. Is that, is that, is that <laughs> this is Ryan's specialty. He will say the most horrific things. But if he says no, no offense, offense it's, it's allowed. It's allowed. I agree. I yeah. agree. <laughs> okay. Fuck you, Derek. Also, let's get to our PLT mm-hmm. stories. D, can you please play the PLT <laughs> theme music? So, 
So I was in New York City recently visiting some friends, like I said earlier in the intro. Mm -hmm. And so this was like very recent. And um, they have a pool. We were at their house upstate and they have a pool. And it was nighttime. So we are all laying there, okay, on our clothes. There's a few mosquitoes. It's not a big deal. We've got bug spray on. It's not, it's not hounding us. And wow, the sky is absolutely stunning. It's just beautiful. We're all very close friends, pitch black up there. There's fireflies flying around. I've never seen a firefly before. It was like, we were just, you know, so all of a sudden I hear a splash in the darkness and I'm like, Jenny, Jenny stripped down, gone naked. She's skinny dipping, swimming and looking at the stars. So she starts swimming around. I'm like, oh my God, yes. And Jenny is the one that introduced me to skinny dipping later in my life. I had never skinny dipped before. Later in your life. Later in my life. I'm telling you. Because in your 60s. In my 60s, I met Jenny. <laughs> but I mean, like I'd never skinny dipped before. And Jenny's very free. Yeah. Like she's just very confident mm-hmm. and she's skinny dipped her whole fucking life basically. Yeah. And so- my girl gets down and in her things and I'm like, Hey, here, here comes big mama. Mm-hmm. So I decide I'm going to go swimming because it's hot. It's like 30, 38 degrees at this point at night. And so I take off all my clothes. No one can really see me. So it's all good. I've just whatever. But I keep going up to everyone really close and touching their legs and pretending to be like, how's it going? Are you OK? And I'm completely <laughs> naked. Everyone's like, ew, get away from me. Yeah. And then I'll go to the next friend and I'm like, hey, honey, you need me to lay here with you? And then like, <laughs> lay a tit on your arm. Yeah, exactly. They're like, get the fuck out of here. So we're all laughing, having a nice time. And I look up, I'm having a swim. I come out, I'm laying my tits on their arms again. And I look up and they can barely see me though. That's what's funny, but they know I'm naked. And I see a camera up on the, on, in the pool house. And I'm like, Seb, I'm like, is that a camera? And he's like, he's laughing a stare. He's like, yep. And then he's on his phone. I'm like, are you watching me right now on your phone? And he's like, yep. And I'm so we're laughing because I've just realized there's a camera and I'm like, oh my God, they've been recording me throwing my tits on everybody this whole time, but it's still dark. So I'm thinking it's okay. So I, to make him laugh, I go up to the camera naked and I start dancing around to the camera and he's laughing. And all of a sudden, a spotlight turns on. (laughs) There was a fucking sensor that no one told me about. And I'm standing there, this big woman, big white naked woman (laughs) can't fucking hold a tan to save her life. My tits flying everywhere. Mm -hmm. Huge bush. You know me. Huge. And I'm standing there and we just start fucking, I jump into the pool because I can't believe it. And we are cry laughing. I'm throwing my tits at anyone. Anyways, PLT, she gets up, she gets up to the thing. Think she's cool. (laughs) Everyone look at all of her holes and crevices. Oh my God. So um, I, was, I was a little embarrassed. You have a copy of the tape? Yeah, or? I was going to say. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, they have this fucking video. And he goes back to check. It didn't record. So there was something. He oh. was watching it, but it didn't record. So he says. So Jesus is real. And, <laughs> and yeah, true. There's probably a copy. I'll, I just, will. I'll just live with my mental picture. Yeah, so yeah, well, no, you're going to yeah. find out tonight. Remember? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh. When I come over, I'll do the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to put a flashlight on me when I'm doing the thing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I was embarrassed. Yeah. I was a PLT for yeah, sure. Fucking PLT. Yeah, thanks. Amy, Amy you're, you're a, a PLT. PLT. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect. Um, okay, so we're going to go back probably around maybe 12, 13 years ago. Okay. There was this v- event every year called the Fillmore Family Prairie Fairy Fowl Supper. What? 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's a mouthful. All right. I believe it originated <laughs> in like Saskatchewan back in the day, literally in like a basement of like a pierogi place. Or you know, it was, it's very old school. And then a friend of mine had brought it to Vancouver and it got bigger and bigger every year. And he would do it in drag every year. He was uh, Linda Fillmore was his drag name. That's why it's called the Fillmore family. But I was a guest to it a couple of times and people drink and there's like bingo and we were raising money for charities. There's kind of performances and there's a huge dinner served. It's just a fun fun, fun night. And the people that come, it's a lot of like, uh, gay men and they're, you know, they're friends and family, but also a lot of like older women that actually kind of did this when they were younger. Cause like the, uh, Prairie fairy supper, a foul supper <laughs> is an actual thing, I guess. So it was kind of like Vancouver's maybe queer ish spin on it. So I go to it a couple of times. I have a great time. So then now I've been doing comedy for a couple of years and, uh, the organizer comes, you know, he <clears throat> wants to go for a drink with me and he asked me, Hey, I'd love for you to be a part of this. And I was like, okay. So we come, he, plays like an older woman so the um, the idea we have is that i'm going to play his grandson and i'm there and i like i'm kind of like a little horny for my for my grandma but that, that's that's going to be the joke and and so uh i'm there and i i do a couple things and it kind of goes okay like i'm, I'm not on stage the whole show but i do have a little oh, we're gonna bring up my grandson again i can't remember what my name was and then at one point i come out and i have this poem that i've written backstage i was like oh my jokes are lining as well as i thought i didn't prepare as much so i write this like sexual poem about my grandmother and like wanting to have sex with her and uh i go on stage and and I read it. I don't get a lot of laughs, and I, I get some. I get some. Oh, and some. Oh man, I get some. Like what? Oh no. Oh no. And you know what though? I'm a professional, and I I get through it. <laughs> I read. I never take a cue that maybe this isn't landing, and I should just exit. I said the whole fucking thing to not much applause. Right. Um. There was complaints about me. <laughs> Um, you wouldn't complain about a couple times. Yeah, yeah. My my friend Adam, uh, who I, I worked with him at eleven eighty one back in the day, I would consider him a pretty close friend, a very honest friend. He saw me like a day or two later, and he's like, "Ryan, I gotta say, that just wasn't funny, man." <laughs> and now I'm defensive, Why and did I'm he like, say that and you? I'm like, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was maybe a little bit too much for that audience, but yeah, I thought it was, it was fucking hilarious. And like, he wouldn't like. I've done comedy with him. Like, he was in some of my shorts when I started, and. Yeah, I just like I, I I had to apologize to the uh, to the organizer. I said, "Oh my god, you know, that wasn't my intention. I thought I didn't really know the target audience for that event." And um I think actually the event never happened again after that. <laughs> you closed it down. You closed it down. <laughs> but yeah, uh so um basically, you know, I I've had some uh, roadblocks on my way, maybe yeah. a couple of speed bumps as they say. As they say. As but look at us now. Look I'm not I, I know where to, you know, I know my target audience these days. And <laughs> I love that I'm always pushing the envelope. <laughs> Even yes. if no one's laughing. Yeah, no regrets. <laughs> Call me on my PLT. Let's move on. Okay, Ryan, you are a PLT. Yes. Okay, Mr. Derek, you're up. So an exciting part about moving here from a small town to a new city was getting on the dating apps. Tinder was the big one. This was late 2015 coming to 2016. So when I first moved here, I actually lived in New West at the time. So the whole idea, as you introduced me from Beaumont, um, I was just used to living in a small town and being close to a city. So we're like, ah, New West of Vancouver was kind of relative to like Beaumont to Edmonton. We're used to that. So it's a little cheaper rent and we'll, we'll kind of figure it out. So living in New West and on Tinder, and this is in February, I match with this girl. We go on, on a date like February, first, second week of February, like the ninth or somewhere in there. Okay, first date, drinks, guys club, whatever is fun. 
fast forward, we didn't hook up that night. And then she's like, oh, let's hang out next Tuesday or whatever it was. And I just say yes without realizing the bitch scheduled it for Valentine's Day. I'm like, okay. <gasps> the bitch. The bitch. Like, Wait, how, Derek. How dare you? How don't dare you? call her a bitch. Go <laughs> I knew on. What she was doing. <laughs> yeah. She's actually a very nice lady, I still have come to find out. Okay. So um so that night we actually we head downtown and uh we go to a bar and we're we're drinking and having fun. We get pretty drunk. And my friends are over at this other uh it's like a Valentine's party at this apartment downtown. And so we go there, have a few drinks get drunk and we jump in the cab and we got to come back all the way to new West. So I'm super drunk at this point. She gets in, we're in the cab heading back to new West, you know, kind of making out a little bit of fondling, whatever. And then we get to new West, get out to the apartment feeling for my keys. I'm like, what? I don't have my keys. What the fuck? Like, oh no. So I call my buddy and I'm like, look around. He's like, yeah, why are they behind the TV? Like in the apartment They're they're here. I'm like, okay, I don't know how that happened, but so I call this cab driver. I'm like, can you come back? I'll pay you whatever it costs to go fucking downtown, get my keys and come back. Oh. I'm obviously there like frustrated, super mad standing in front of my apartment doors as I'm standing there and we're waiting for the cab to come back and pick us up. She just gently pulls my pants down and starts giving me a blow job like right there. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know if she like felt bad for me or she was super horny or what. <laughs> So we're standing there, I like phone in one hand, like out front of the door. And she's like giving me a blowjob. And I'm like, okay, cab's here. Like do my pants up. We jump in. And so we get in the cab and we got to head all the way back downtown. And I mean, obviously I'm fucking rock hard at this point. (laughs) We're like, and we're sitting in the middle seat and obviously the driver in the front on the left. And she literally sits on me. And so her head, like she's basically, her head is in between the driver and passenger seat and she's fucking riding me and I'm sitting in the middle seat and the cab driver's just right there, not saying a word, just like, Oh <laughs> my God. This is one of my first Tinder experiences in Vancouver. I'm sitting there like blackout drunk. And this girl's like fucking riding me in a cab, like while he's driving all the way. And I don't know if this guy was like, yeah, this guy's paying me $300. So I'm going to let him just fuck yes. in my cab or like what? <laughs> Cause I literally spent so much money to go home and then back and then back home again. Yeah. And, um, I get out, grab my keys, come back. She comes up. I don't remember the rest of the night. She stays over, leaves the next day. Never talk to her again. (laughs) (laughs) The horniest girl in the world. I have no idea. Yeah. That was just, uh, it was kind of crazy. So. Wait a minute. Just wait a minute. And she's rocking. Like, start with, she's sitting on your, like rocking on your dick. Did you, did you, they had sex, uh, but, but did you ejaculate? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But wait, interesting question. This is why I stopped drinking to smart. Yeah. Listen, like, did you never hear from her again? Like just nobody reached out. I think it was kind of just like, maybe we, I don't know if it was both. We just never talked. I don't know if we were both like embarrassed or what it was, yeah. but like I didn't message her. She didn't message me. We didn't like follow each other on social media. And that was just kind of like, yeah. Okay. Well, Derek, you are a PLT. PLT. Okay. We end every episode with a question. And today's question that we're all going to answer is if you could come back as any person, who would it be and why? You know, since we're on the topic and I'm kind of horny now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to do here. Mm-hmm. If I could come back as anyone, I think Hugh Hefner would be a good one. Oh my God. I can't believe Um, I ever said that I would fuck you, Derek. (laughs) You are just a a horny. He's getting cows. We started it off. Yeah. 
Well, wow. Okay. Why, why? Yeah, why? Let me guess. Well, I mean, part of the reason is I just like can't seem to get a girlfriend here or have regular <laughs> or have regular sex. And mm-hmm. he had both of those all the time. Like I have zero. He had like five wives. He got to do mm-hmm. all this crazy shit. So I feel like okay. that would be pretty cool. Yeah. That's a nice answer. He's like he wants multiple yeah. wives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's the that's the root of it. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants multiple wives. What about you, honey? Okay, well, I thought originally, so like when I was a little kid, I watched wrestling. I think I've talked to you about it before. So there, many times. There, yeah, there was a wrestler that um, he had a really nice body. His name was Rick Rude. And he, I was attracted to him as a little boy. I was right. like, I'm like, why am I feeling like he's just so jacked? And like and he had a hair chest. And I was like, oh, he's so hot. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I'd love to be him. And he was also a badass. But he died when yeah. he was 40. Yeah. So I don't think I'd want to do that because, yeah, you could have a yeah. good, like, would you risk it all to have a, a good body for like 20 years of your life? No. So right. I'd be, I, I think I'd come back as Betty White. Oh, good career. Oh, good long career. Then, then I'd like, cause I want to like, I would like to live a long time. And she lived to 99. Wow. And she right. was pretty sane for the most part of it. I think we, we didn't see her the last year or two, you know, she, yeah. right. she started to like, you know, hang out at home a little more, but for the most part, I think she was like 96, 97. She was still rocking those like elderly, uh, hidden camera shows and stuff, you know? So she, she had quite the, and she had a really good career Yeah, that's, and, and she got to have sex with men. So, oh, <laughs> and you like that. And I like that. That is a really good answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Kind yeah, of tragic I, though, the like 99 years old. I think I remember reading it was like two months before her 100th birthday. It's like yeah. two more months or whatever. Like, come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she was an icon. She yeah. almost did. She almost did it. She almost did it. But now she'll be remembered for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. That's yeah. how it works. Um, okay. I have two quick, two quick answers because, okay. My first answer is I want to be the person that um, owns McDonald's because I want to have all the money. I want to have all the access to McDonald's and I want to be one of the only people that knows what's really in the burgers. Okay. Two, I want to come back because like in the um, sort of realm of being super horny, like Mm. Betty White horny, and Hugh Hefner wives, the whole horny thing and then like getting fucked in a cab. So basically (laughs) in that realm, I want to come back as um, John Stamos. (laughs) <laughs> and I and okay. I want to be on full house. I want to yeah. be Jesse Consopolis. Yeah. Um, I want to be with Rebecca, but yeah. like in real life, and, like I, they definitely like. And then you get to sing the hit song "Forever" with the Beach Boys. Forever, forever. forever. Yeah, exactly. I'll be loving you. I'll be lo- yeah, and then um, and that's it. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Like that, yeah. John Stamos, and yeah, he's John. still he's still alive, and he's got a kid. He had a kid later in life with a with a mm. hot, with a hot rod of a gal. Yeah. Derek, you are a pleasure, a delight, and you're so horny. Yeah. But that's okay with us. I like that. I do like that too. Remember when he said that bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and that bitch scheduled it on Valentine's Day. But I said yes, and then we fucked it, and yeah. she fucked me in a cab, and it was my greatest night ever. Yeah, Derek, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Derek Jacob Kessler on Instagram and Derek J Kess on TikTok. Those are basically the only two that I use. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. Well, we love you so yeah. much. Yeah. We'll look forward to seeing you on Tinder this fall. Yes. Thank you. And I look forward to being in one of your skits one day when I'm invited. Yeah. Oh, finally. As if. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We would love that. Thank you so much, Derek. Yay. Thanks for having me. Of course. Woof. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. (laughs) (laughs) And as we always say, you You poor poor little little thing.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.